Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. According to the old saying, there's a time and a place for everything. If you practice swinging a golf club in the spring, it's the right time. But if you practice it in the house, it's the wrong place. This makes a certain golfer half right and half wrong. <laughs> Which, uh... Isn't a bad score for Mr. McGee of Fibber McGee and Molly. McGee, for goodness sake, put that golf club down. No, I'm not going to hurt anything, kiddo. I just want to show you my form. I see it, dearie. Hmm. Getting a little potty, isn't it? <laughs> no, no, I mean my golf form. I want to show you the power I get into my drive. I saw you drive last week at the golf course, McGee. Oh, did you? <laughs> Boy, did you make the dirt fly. Well, I may have dug up a little dirt, but I look good doing it. Form is what counts. You heard what that guy playing behind me said to his partner. That guy's a real golfer, he said. No, dearie, hmm? he said that guy's a real golfer. <laughs> Like golfer to me. <laughs> Anyhow, a few practice swings will put me back in the groove. Now watch how I. Please, McGee, not in here. Oh, now. stop worrying, kiddo. I won't hit anything. Now watch this back swing. What did I hit? <laughs> the wall, thank goodness. Oh, that. Look what I've done to my golf club. I cracked it. Now I need a new head. Oh, you're just self-conscious. <laughs> I mean a new head for my driver. I better trot right downtown and get one put on. I'm thinking of it. Uh, where'd he go? Oh, the rod and gun golf shop. 14th and Oaks. They'll fix it. See, isn't that an odd name for a golf shop, rod and gun? I don't know. Clarence Rod and Tony Gunn don't think so. <laughs> I'll go get my hat. See, uh, <laughs> McGee, while you're down there, you can pick up Aunt Sarah's portrait for me. Huh? It's over at the artistic picture frame shop being framed. Oh, no, 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 Molly. You, you're not serious about this. You're not serious about hanging that 18 by 22 hand-tinted monstrosity in this house. Are you? Well, I certainly am. What's wrong with Aunt Sarah? That picture of her will stop every clock in this house. <laughs> Why, her face would stop a freight train. She could stop... Stop. Okay. <laughs> I have never claimed Aunt Sarah was a beautiful woman, but you must admit she has a nice, strong face. Strong is right. Even her ears look like they got muscles. <laughs> well, now, I think it's a very nice picture. Mm-hmm. And expensive, too. Yeah, but... She forgot to rub the price off the back. $17.95. Oh, is that the price? I thought that was the year she was born. <laughs> now, there's no use making snide remarks, McGee. I've had Aunt Sarah's portrait framed, and I'm going to hang it oh, right there in the dining room. Oh, please, Molly. Not where we eat. <laughs> Well, let me put it this way, dearie. Yeah. If Aunt Sarah is hanging on the dining room wall tonight, she looked down at the table loaded with pot roast, mashed potatoes, and apple pie. And if she's not hanging there, you look down at a can of sardines and a cracker. <laughs> now you win, kiddo. I'll pick her up soon to get my driver fixed. Well, I'll see you later, baby. Okay. <laughs> Birds in his 
tale. <laughs> well, can't stall much longer. Just have to go into that shop and pick up Aunt Sarah's picture sooner or later, but I'd sooner pick it up later if I could. You know, that's the horror. Hey, McGee, where are you going? Wait a minute. Well, if it ain't the world's largest and baggiest physician, Dr. George Gamble. Hi, Flab. Hello, drip lips. <laughs> I heard an interesting rumor about you, Doctor. Oh? Is it true that you were turned down a state medical examiner on account of because you wouldn't dispose of your stock in general mortuaries? <laughs> no, but you're sweet to tell me. What are you doing downtown with a golf club over your shoulder? Oh. Looking for a lost ball from one of your wild drives? No, I just brought this club down and had a new head put on it. Hey, come on across the street with me, will you, George? Why, where? To the, to the picture frame shop. I got to pick up a portrait of Molly's Aunt Sarah. Boy, do I need moral support. Aunt Sarah? Is that the rich one? Yeah. Eight or nine million dollars and a wrinkle in her puss for every nickel of it. <laughs> my only hope is to get Molly to hang the picture in my den. Then I can tell people it's a buffalo I shot. <laughs> <laughs> she sounds like a charming woman. Oh, dear. I'd like to go with you, if only to watch you suffer. But I've got to get back to the office. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Look. Let me show you how much better my swing is going to be with this new head on my driver this year. Here, I'll show you. What, out here on the street? Why not? I'm not one to hide my talent. Somebody sure hit it. Doesn't show a bit. Yeah. I got real good form now, boy. Smooth as the seat of your Sunday serge suit. Stand back, that's okay. You see, I don't only put power in the forward swing. I start by putting power in the back swing. Watch. What'd I hit? Fire alarm box. Careful, the club is stuck in it. If you pull that down, you'll get it loose. Come on out of there. Come on out of there. Oh, my God. That did it. Turning in a false alarm. I didn't mean it. It was an accident. I'll explain it to the fireman. Sure, you'll have five years to explain this one. I'll see you on visiting. Hey, Doc, wait. Oh, that rat. Deserting the ship when I'm sunk. Oh, nobody saw me turn in the alarm, though. I'll just sneak away and... Hey, hey, you! Oh, my gosh, I can't. Oh, I'm getting out of here fast. Hey, you stay where you are. I saw you turning that alarm. You stay where you are, my freedom-loving clavicle. He ain't gonna put me in jail. I'm getting out of here. Mr. McGee is on the lamb. We find him now crouched in the shadow of the Elks Club steps. Overhead, Ole, the janitor, is busy with a mop. Geez, what was that noise? Couldn't be a leaky radiator. I ain't inside. And there goes again. I never saw a snake around the Elks, but if I see one now, I'd clop it with a mop. Oh, hello, McGee. What are you doing down there? Not so loud, Oli. Pretend I ain't here. Oh, I get no time to play games. If you want me to thank you ain't here, go away and don't be here. <laughs> you don't understand, Oli. I'm hiding out. The cops are after me. Cops? Yeah, I turned in a false alarm by accident and the cops saw me. I'm in real trouble. Ain't there someplace down in the basement you could hide me? Well, there's the broom closet, yeah. but I keep my lunch in there. Oh. I ain't sure I trust you with my lunch pail, McGee. Oh, don't be silly, Ollie. I'm not... A feller that turns in false alarms might took another feller's Swedish meatballs. I told you I turned in the alarm by accident. That don't mean you couldn't swallow a meatball on purpose. Oh. 
Ollie, I don't even like Swedish meatballs. Yeah, of course, I wouldn't force them on you, McGee. <laughs> Look, Ollie, please. Maybe you'll be happier in Yale with nice cold bread and water. I don't want to go to jail. I want you to hide me until... Hey, I see you. Stay where you are. Wait. too late. That's the cop that's on my trail. I'm leaving. Well, there he goes. The poor man's yes, he aims. <laughs> him again. Maybe if I just stay on the street and mix with the crowd, he won't spot me. Hi, Seb. Oh, hi, Mabe. Where's Ma? Home. Resting? Cooking. Oh. Where's Mort? Pool. Swimming? Shooting. Oh. Bye, Seb. Bye, Mabe. Oh. <laughs> Mabel Toots. Probably would have cut me dead if she knew I was wanted by the law. My gosh, this sneaking around. Well, hello there, pal. Oh, hi, Junior. I'm glad to see you, boy. I got trouble. Oh, what's wrong, pal? Well, I'm on the land. I turned in a fire alarm by mistake, and the cops are after me like a flock of hungry ducks after a June bug. Maybe you can help me, Junior. Pal, you came to the right man. Good. I have a friend who will take care of you. He'll oh. put you in a safe place. Oh, that's great, Junior. Great. Where's he live? Where's he live, this friend? Where's right there, uh, Tenth and Pine. Tenth and Pine. Yeah, I don't remember the number, but you can't miss the house. Yeah. It has striped awnings on all the windows. Oh, awnings striped, yeah. Beautiful aluminum awnings, oh. pal. Made of Reynolds aluminum. Yeah, oh, okay. The Reynolds uh, Metals Company, you see, uh-huh. supplies most all of the leading awning manufacturers. Pal. Yeah. And those aluminum awnings are beautiful. Sure, sure. But, but your friend... They're yeah. so gay and colorful. Mm-hmm. Make a house look bright and cheerful. Yeah, but what's that got to do with and the guy? And aluminum awnings. <laughs> aluminum awnings, you know, can be adjusted to let in light and air yeah, but... while they keep the hot sun out. Well, never mind about keeping the hot sun out. I'm hotter than a homemade pistol right now. <laughs> All I want to keep out is the cops. Will this guy cover for me if the cops come on account of because if you... Oh, now, wait a minute. Don't worry. Don't worry. He'll cover for you like those aluminum awnings cover the window. Boy, what an improvement they make in a house. Yeah, but the guy... And they're a permanent improvement, too, Uh because aluminum does not rust. Yeah, what the guy... Aluminum awnings stay on your house the whole year round, protecting you from snow and rain. What's his name, Junior? What's his name? Who? Your friend. Oh, my friend at Tents and Pine. Come on. Lieutenant Stein of the police force. Police? You said he'd put me where the cops wouldn't find me. Right. What cop would think of looking for you in jail? Oh, Hurry on over there, pal, and good luck. <laughs> Why, that aluminum plated double crosser. Some friend he turned out to be. All he cares about is... Pe- hey there, you. Wait right there. Oh, that cop again. I'll duck around the corner and shake that guy like a bottle of French dress. Oh, my goodness. Why don't you look where you go? I'm sorry, bud. I was looking over... Oh, it's you, Wimple. Oh, hello, Mr. McGee. What's your name? Hey, quick, Wallace. Duck in the Bonton doorway here with me. Come on, Wallace. Oh, my goodness. What's wrong, Mr. McGee? You look as nervous as a leftover Democrat. <laughs> look, Wimp. Do me a favor. Pretty soon a cop will come around that corner looking for me. When he does, I'll scrunch back here in this doorway and you step out and tell him I went that away. Which away? That away. You got it? You can depend on me, Mr. Good. I was a lambskin from the law myself once. You? What did you do? I jaywalked. <laughs> Policeman saw me and I jayran like the dickens. <laughs> Why, Wallace, you little rascal. 
I hope your policeman gets here soon. Yeah? I'm due at a meeting of the Wistful Biscuit Bird Watchers oh. to give a talk on the feeding habits of the lower Florida wetback. That's a bird? The wetback? Yes. Oh. It's very cross-eyed and eats nothing but grapefruit. Oh. When it pecks the grapefruit, the juice squirts into its eyes and brings forth tears. Uh-huh. Due to the bird's cross-eyed condition, these tears flow down its back. <laughs> Hence the name, Wet Butt. That's very interesting. Oh, here comes that cop. Get out there, Wimp. Go on. Go meet him and do your stuff now. All right. I'll throw him off the stand. Good afternoon, officer. Were you looking for someone? Yeah, a little guy in a brown suit. You see him? As a matter of fact, I did see him. He went, uh, oh, darn my memory. Uh, which way did you go, Mr. Oh. Newton? <laughs> Sort of crouched down here behind the magazine rack. Oh, oh, hi, Kramer. Get away from those magazines. This is a drugstore, not a public library. Believe me, Kramer, I'm in no mood for reading. I just well, let's go on home. Your wife's called here twice, asking if I'd seen you. Oh, says you're wandering around with a picture of her aunt Sarah. Have you got it? Not yet. Can I go out through your back door, Kramer? The back door. Why? Well, what if? What, what would you say if I told you I was in trouble? Why, I wouldn't say a word. No? I'd just give a merry laugh. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I thought. Well, get set for a guffaw. I turned in a false alarm by mistake, and a cop chasing me like I was Billy the Kid. Can I duck out through your back door, Kramer? Well, I don't mind doing a favor for a customer. A cash customer, that is. Oh. Oh, blackmail, huh? I can't sneak out unless I buy some of your shoddy merchandise, huh? (laughs) Okay. You got me in a bind. I'll buy a cigar. Oh, no. I have something special for you. This handsome inlaid Chinese checker tape. Oh, no, no. Not that hunk of junk, Kramer. You've been trying to unload that thing for two years. Yes. Nobody seems to appreciate its beauty, but you do. Yeah. How much? It's been reduced to seven ninety eight. Okay. But I'm going to let you have it at the original price of fifteen dollars. <laughs> oh no. By George, I won't do it. Is that the cop who's chasing you, the one just crossing oh. the street? Yeah, that's him, and I just bought a Chinese checker table. <laughs> I knew you loved nice things. You know, I, I haven't got the cash on me. It's, is it okay if I sign an IOU? Of course. Your name on an IOU is legally binding. Here's paper and a pen. Yeah. My George Kramer, you ought to rent your heart out to crack walnuts with. <laughs> Here's the IOU. I'll pick up the table later. Ah, thanks, McGee. The cop just came in the front door. You better leave now. Yeah, it's a pleasure. So long, Skylock. <laughs> oh, this is great. He's been putting things over on me for years, but I finally got it. I owe you $15. Signed, Billy the Kid. Billy! <laughs> Why, that little kisser, he did it again! <laughs>
finally gave that cop a slip again. Maybe I can slow down a while. Ooh, I'm pushed. I can just get into Walt's small shop and have a quiet cup of coffee and come on a... Oh, hi, old-timer. Well, hello there, Johnny. Yeah. Hey, you look kind of scared, son. Somebody chasing you? Never mind that. You see a cop any place around? No, but I'll get you one. Somebody trying to rob you, son? No, no, I don't. I'll get a cop. Please, pal, please. There's a cop, somebody. Murder, please. No, no, cut it off, Dad. Right, right. Pal, please, learn no, about me. Hey, wait a minute. Hide down, will you? But you did. Skip it. <laughs> My gosh, I got trouble enough. I came downtown this morning on a simple errand and all heck busted loose. Heck? Yeah. <laughs> Molly left the portrait at the picture frame shop and I came in to get it. And... Picture, eh? Who's yeah. it of? Well, it's an 18 by 22 hand-tinted horror picture of Molly's Aunt Sarah. And what a nightmare. She's got a look on her face like she was 40 miles from home and her broom broke down. <laughs> I think I met her at your house, Johnny. Yeah, I probably did. Is that the one that when she smiles, it looks like she's getting ready to play a trumpet solo? <laughs> That's her big smile, yes. She had her hair done special for this portrait she sent us. Got it arranged in them kind of careless curls around her face, you know. Looks like she just popped up from the bottom of the ocean through 30 feet of kelp. <laughs> I tell you, boy, she... Hey, look, I, I'm afraid to stand out here in the open. Come on into Walt's small shop with me, will you? Well, I'd love to, Johnny, but i got to go to meet my girlfriend, Bessie. Uh-huh. Taking her out to dinner tonight. Yeah, out to dinner. Where are you taking her? Over to her sister's house. Come on, <laughs> I can relax a while in Walt's place here. As soon as it gets dark, I can sneak home and tell Molly what happened. She'll... Oh, hi, Walt. Well, hello, Faber. Come in. Who's here? Anybody? Not a customer in the joint, Faber. Good. I just want some coffee and peace and quiet. I'll go grab a stool. Okay. Oh, hello, Cora. Oh, afternoon, Miss McGee. Sit right here. I don't, I don't like to sit with my back to the door, Cora. I'll take this stool here. Well, anything you say, Mr. McGee. Yeah. You've been watching them Western movies again, where the sheriff always sits with his back against the wall? No, no. I just happen to be... Because kind of... my kid does that all the time. Yeah. Westerns and, oh, those face comics. Oh. Face men, face women. Yeah. Honestly, my kid's head is just crammed full of nothing but space. Well, he's probably inherited, Cora. Today. Just the way you like it. Black as a tomcat and just as full of fight. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that Cora. She's a quiz. I wish Molly was down here so I could go home with her. Instead of having to sneak up alleys and uh-huh. oh. there you are, mister. At last. Oh, my gosh, that copper. Hey, what do I have? I've been after you all day, Mac. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, you got me. I'll go quietly. Put the cops on me, Copper. <laughs> Put the cops on me, Copper. No, no, hey, no. I, I, what I... goes on here, Monahan? Don't go arresting my customers. McGee's an innocent man. I tell him, Walt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's arresting anybody, Walt. Huh? I've been trying to catch up with this man all day. Want to congratulate him on his quick thinking. What? You know what he did, Walt? What? He spotted a fire at 14th and Oak today and turned in the alarm before anybody else even saw the blaze. <laughs> 
That's right. The fireman got in there and saved everything, thanks to Mr. McGee. You mean, you mean there really was a fire? I mean, yeah, boy, that really was a fire. <laughs> yes, sir, you yeah. betcha. Could have been a bad one. Yeah, that was mighty quick thinking, McGee. Uh, well, you see, well, I tell you, what happened, Walt, was, well, you see, I, well, uh, I was down at 14th and Oak and I smelled smoke, see? Right. <laughs> so quick, I turned the alarm in and then I, well, my gosh, I'm not one to hang around and take a lot of bows just for doing my duty, so, just for doing my duty, so I beat it. Gee, he's a real hero, Walt. No, just as nothing any red-blooded American boy couldn't have done. <laughs> where, uh, exactly where was the fire, officer? I only smelt the smoke. I, I didn't look to see where it was coming from. Uh, the artistic picture frame shop. <laughs> picture frame shop? That's right. They claimed if you hadn't been so quick with the alarm, every picture in the joint would have burned up. Completely. <laughs> you mean actors? I kept it from... Oh, I'm so impulsive. <laughs> okay, Molly, okay. Got to have this picture of Aunt Sarah in the dining room. I'll hang it there for you. Well, thank you, dearie. But I still don't think we ought to hang it facing the kitchen. I don't care which way it faces, just as long as you hang it in the dining room. You say that again, kiddo. I said, as long as you hang it in the dining room, I don't care which way it faces. Good. Hand me the hammer. Which way are you going to hang it? Facing the wall. Uh, no. Good night. Good night, all. Good night.